millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to cover some major backstage plans for the upcoming WWE draft. A backstage update on Jeff Hardy's WWE contract status. WWE have given Karrion Cross a major downgrade on main event. And expect some surprises at Impact Wrestling's Slammiversary pay-per-view next month. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Kick things off by talking about the upcoming WWE draft, which is set to go down just over a week after WrestleMania. The dates for the draft are the 30th of August episode of Raw and uh, the 3rd of September episode of SmackDown. Yeah, that's just after SummerSlam, which goes down in a big stadium in Las Vegas. A report here from Andrew Zarian of the Matman Pro Wrestling Pro Wrestling Pro <laughs> Wrestling Podcast, the Scoop Master of the Year 2021. It seems uh, good on Andrew. He's coming through with all the news at the moment. But he's uh, he tweeted last night talking about you know a report that had come out suggesting that WWE don't have anything major planned for after the draft. That is not entirely accurate, according to Zarian. WWE want to give the 2021 draft a bigger feel than in recent years and the reasons for this are exactly what you imagine them to be it's a unique opportunity for wwe to give so many people a fresh start right because fans are coming back like one month earlier everything's going back to normal or what normal means in a post-lockdown world sounds very much like you know we're not going to get another damp squib of a draft like we did last year where nothing really (laughs) changed uh and i'm looking forward to this i'm looking forward to this and you know a draft can't change everything and cure everything you don't like about wwe but if they do plan on making some major moves that is exciting and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing what they have up their sleeves yeah really really excited for this year's draft uh like you say they seem to do it all the time whether it's called a draft or a superstar shake-up or whatever bollocks they want to name it and is it last year or certainly in previous years where they'd be like we're gonna draft this person who's already on our roster and you're like what and also the order of half the drafts are ridiculous where they're drafting ahead of someone like Alistair Black, which is (laughs) preposterous that anyone would actually do that. But like you say, I mean, I've already done a podcast with Michael Hamflow a few weeks ago, 
fantasy booking who needs to move. But to be honest, for the majority of it, it was just get everyone off Monday Night Raw because it's a dreadful show and put them on SmackDown, which probably wouldn't work. But yeah, you could easily list the likes of Ricochet and Shayna Baszler, just two examples from Monday Night Raw. And on SmackDown, we talked yesterday about Big E maybe moving to Raw because it needs all the bloody help he can get. Or someone like a Bailey, for example, who's maybe done everything she can yeah. on Friday nights, for now yeah. at least. I can't wait. Like, the, the excitement around the draft and SummerSlam and money in the bank and just finally potentially getting a bit back to normality, Andy Murray. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you know, the Thunderdome and the Capital Wrestling Centre and Daly's Place, they've been, they've been good. They've been good. Uh, particularly the Thunderdome. That was such a relief when that came oh. along from the, from the Performance Centre shows. But... I am so done with with empty arena wrestling. I I need those crowds. Safety concerns, 100% valid. But as a viewer, I need that noise, brother. Uh, It's not been the same since Double or Nothing, has it? Since we had that crowd. so, is it my story now? Is it your no, story No, it's me. Now? I've got an excellent segue. <laughs> I'm lost. Impact, I'm lost. From the draft <laughs> to someone who won't be going anywhere. That's Jeff Hardy, uh, according to a recent report from Fightful Select. No crap, just Sap. Uh, there Sean Ross Sap, of course, who uh, Fightful Select. Uh, about him being, not stuck, but staying with WWE. A lot of speculation <laughs> about him potentially reuniting with his brother, of course, in AEW. Nope, he is with WWE, according to this report, until the end of 2022, possibly even the beginning of 2023. Uh, he sort of renegotiated his contract, I suppose, with WWE. He'd had injuries and stuff and potentially re-upped his deal. And obviously, they always had time on when you have injuries. So, yeah, he ain't going anywhere for at least the next year, Andy Murray. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope they can utilise him rather than just shoving him on main event, eh? Yeah, for sure. This is quite an interesting one because Jeff himself said last year, I think it was BT Sport he was interviewed by, and he said last year he'd re-signed and his old entrance theme, No More Words, coming back was part of mm-hmm. that agreement. It's like, I'll sign if you give me that song back when fans return. Um, I would like to see them do more with Jeff Hardy. I think he is still a pretty popular guy. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe not quite as limber as he used to be in his younger days, but uh, he's still got a lot of cachet, I think, with the fans. And this mm-hmm. No More Words thing is a fascinating element of the... I, this is something I inexplicably love, is when fans like really, really pine for an old entrance theme to come back. This is one of them, no more words. The other one is Drew McIntyre's Shay Goodbye. That one, <laughs> that one. People love that one as well. Yeah. Uh, if, if there's an old entrance theme that you're particularly fond of and you're really passionate about, you want to see back, let us know in the comment section below. The more butt rocky, the better. And that Drew McIntyre yeah. theme is quality for the Shay Goodbye to your favourite guy. Shay Goodbye. Broken dreams. Oh, uh, by the right. way, um, us saying Jeff Hardy should be utilised more does not mean more piss being thrown in other people's faces, WWE. All right, you yeah. want to deal with that one, Andy. Get on out of the way. <laughs> yeah, no no more addiction-based storylines. That that would be that would be preferable. Uh, Karrion Cross, he was on main event this week, and boy, oh boy, did they downgrade his presentation. Now, we'll caveat this, right, by saying... It's main event, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, do you watch main event, dear viewer? Do you watch it every single week? My point exactly. It, you know, it's not exactly this major platform where it's a big coming out party for carrying Cross. No, oh, look what they've done to him. What a disgrace. But it's still a really weird thing that they did this week with carrying Cross on main event. He was wrestling Shelton Benjamin. I almost said Shayna Baszler there. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and he came out for his ring entrance. No Scarlet. What? Okay. Uh, no Scarlet. They really... T- and this video has been deleted from Twitter now. Copyright and stuff. But it was up there last night. It gathered some traction. Uh, they toned down all the lighting and the special effects. So Karrion Cross just sort of walks out like a CAW on a WWE 2K game. 
with like the house lights on and everything else. There's no pomp, no circumstance, no over the top like cameras and everything. They really toned down the whole thing. When he finally gets to the ring, they're doing the fall and pray thing and he does some of his signature poses, but it's just like, what a strange choice this is for a guy whose act, like his presentation is so important to his act, right? The ring entrance is like big and bombastic and really catches your eye. It's perhaps the most important part of his yeah. act, I would yeah. argue personally. And you know, Scarlet's a big part of that as well. So strange choice. It's only main event at the end of the day, but man, did he just look like a normal guy doing this entrance and that is weird. Yeah, mixed emotions about this. Like you say, just it's it's main event. They ain't going to be firing off all the pyro or doing all the special stuff they usually do uh, for for carrying cross centers. Not that they fire pyro off normally, of course. But like you say, no Scarlet speculation as to whether she's going to be with him if and when he moves up to the main roster. I, I believe she deserves her own spot, especially. But also, she is kind of integral uh, initially to that presentation, as you say, Andy. And my God, yeah, it really proved Adam Cole right in terms of like, yeah. they make him feel really special by doing all the mad stuff and the fall and bray on his entrance. And what do they do for Adam Cole? They ring the damn bell. I just love that promo, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, worrying, a worrying sign. Weird. Just let's hope, I mean, it's on main event. What am I on about? Let's hope Vince never saw it. Of course he didn't. He hasn't seen him in NXT, let alone bloody main event. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's conclude today by talking about Impact Wrestling Slammiversary pay-per-view. It goes down in three weeks' time, I believe. Three weeks on Saturday, at least. Saturday, the 17th of July. Uh, and lots of stuff is expected. And a new Fightful Select report from Confirms. You can expect at least two surprises to go down on the night. Uh, the report suggests that it's going to be one recently released WWE star, as well as some other non-WWE names, one of whom is uh, under contract elsewhere. We've seen this in the past, of course, from Impact Wrestling. Uh, after the uh, Black Wednesday releases, we saw a whole host of names return or pop up on Impact. Uh, Chelsea Green has been in talk with Impact Wrestling, and Mickey James was actually referenced on last Thursday's Impact uh, with Kira Hogan finding a... Trash bag labelled Mickey. What a lovely gesture again that was from WWE accident or not. Uh, obviously, there's the people like the former Iconics who could well pop up in Impact yeah. Wrestling as well. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be a great pay-per-view in a few weeks, Andy. Yeah, last year's anniversary, I think there was like four or five people turned up just out of nowhere, like EC3, yeah. Eric Young, uh, Heath Slater. It was like debut, 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 the Good Brothers crazy stuff and it looks like they're going to repeat that again so the non-compete clauses for people who released in april expire something like three days before the show so that opens up that group of people to appear at the very least maybe some other people who left without them could appear as well it's going to be interesting it's going to be a fun show the kenny omega sammy callahan what looks like the main event for that show uh that has been an extremely well told story mm. so far so i'll definitely be watching impact slammiversary I mean, i'm watching it for work anyway but even as like you know a casual fan i'm interested in it as well so looking forward to it i think the big one out of that group would have been samoa joe going back mm. to impact that would have been really cool story-wise but obviously that's off the table now he's back in wwe and it's very cool enforcer good um looking forward to it in a nutshell yeah, exactly. Don't sleep on Impact Wrestling, basically. I think they've been doing some great stuff, not just in recent months, but arguably in recent years. It's just, mm. you know, their history makes people go, TNA, Impact, yeah. I'm not too sure. But actually, they've been doing some 
some great stuff and uh, excited for Slammiversary. Also, I think that's Money in the Bank weekend, if I remember off the top of my head rightly. So, yeah, hell of a weekend to look forward to in the middle of July. Uh, anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWW. Of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Eric, who says, if Selena Vega does or is re-signed with the WWE, could she have a third-party loophole <laughs> since her husband is sharing the channel? Interesting, that, Andy. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I think, you know, the, the, the WWE agreement was we're taking control of the channel and everything else. Uh, so I don't think that would come into it at all. Um, generally, it seems just like a blanket rule. Hey, if you're making money off of these platforms, that, that's a no-go. So, um, it, it, look, if she found a loophole and, and worked around the system, I would be very supportive of that. Go workers, pro-workers, um, especially in a situation like this. But I don't think it's the case. No, and I don't think you're in, you're in any Tory about that because Thea Trinidad, I reckon, is going to show up on AEW Dynamite tomorrow night because there's no way in hell, Andy, that Vicky Guerrero's wrestling. <laughs> Absolutely not, no. <laughs> uh, second question today comes from Jonathan Johnson. Speaking of things, no way in hell. He says, uh, hello, gents. What do you think about Eva Marie being the first female in the business? I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. Uh, it's an interesting, uh, interesting idea. Uh, I, I don't know if she's the best fit in the Hurt Business, uh, but we should bring the Hurt Business back. You know? now, can we retcon the whole thing with Shelton and Cedric and oh, them God, yeah. splitting up and feuding and leaving? Can we just like get the Men in Black little flashy thing mm. and put it on that storyline and our memories of that storyline and just bring those guys back into the fold? It was such a fun sta uh, stable, but uh, I don't think Eva Marie and Dewdrop will be showing up. In, no, in I, I, I think you're exactly right about that with, with uh, Benjamin and Alexander. I was recording a podcast which actually goes out tomorrow. Uh, me and Michael Hampton discussing whether this year's SummerSlam could be the best one ever. And uh, we were talking about the return of Brock Lesnar, and he still murdered Cedric Alexander in my booking. He's not even associated with Bobby Lashley anymore, so yeah. might as well, Cedric. <laughs> Just a thought. Uh, final question today comes from Mark Lee Willis, who says, Morning to you both. Morning, Mark. Hello, uh, starting Mark. with a favourite film of yours, what wrestler, past or present, do you think could be a good addition to it and why? Also, idea for a top ten list. Love this, Andy. You'll want to jump all over this. The ten best wrestling themes to use as wake-up alarms. Mine is Christian Cage's, says Mark. So the first part of this question is kind of perfect because my two favourite films are uh, The Big Lebowski and Drive. Orange oh, Cassidy would fit yeah. in both of those. Orange Cassidy would fit in both of those. He could be a sloth in uh, The Big Lebowski, obviously, and he's really cool, like Ryan Gosling in Drive. There you go, yeah. perfect, boom, awesome. Um, I have already forgot, alarm clock, got you, got you. Right to censor. Right to censor. What else? <laughs> what else is more obnoxious and is going to get you out of your bed than? It's horrendous in all the right ways, and it'd be perfect. Yeah, I've got to say, the missus wasn't happy a few months ago when uh, I woke us up with Baltimore. So <laughs> celebrating Jungle Boy. But um, yeah, I, I think if you've never woken up to Sexy Boy, Shawn Michaels. You're doing life wrong. And in terms of a favourite film of mine and a wrestler that would be a good addition, yeah, Drive is one of my favourite films as well, Andy, and I thought Orange Cassidy would be the perfect fit. Although, Jesus, Orange Cassidy, you just kicked a man to death in a lift. Uh, I will go instead go for uh, low-hanging fruit, where I'm going to go for it anyway, The Wolf of Wall Street and one. Here we go, Boom. Oh, I need a Friday. All uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally... And I just, oh, what what has Miro become 
I just love him. Uh, basically, there was a tweet uh, sent out uh, just the other day by AEW on TNT, uh, quoting Andrade El Idolo, effectively targeting the likes of Kenny Omega and TNT champion Miro, uh, saying, I deserve the opportunity for the TNT title and the AEW world title. It's my next step. And overnight, Miro tweeted, this guy must think getting undeserved title shots runs in the family. Very good. Just spectacular work, that Miro. Everyone else, step up your Twitter game. Speaking of Twitter, let us know your thoughts. Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, of course, and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Got the SmackDown preview and Wrestle Culture with a hashtag Bloody Good Quiz coming later today. And you can follow us both on Twitter. You can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Happy Birthday to the Greatest of All Time, Scott Brown. Number eight. Oh. Really that you were going to go somewhere else there. I was about to break out a razor remote impression. <laughs> Scottish footballer who plays for, yeah, Aberdeen, of course. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. We will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.